0: Hi, this is Karen Schmozzle, daycare provider of over 30 years.
1: And I'm Dana Schmozzle. I'm a pediatric occupational therapist, and you're listening to
0: The Toolbox.
1: Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> We're back for a bonus episode. Dun, dun, dun. Bonus, baby. Oh, literally called bonus baby, because that's right. We're talking about babies, babies (laughs) coming in with a real energy (laughs) for this one. Um, Okay. We thought it would be, we would be remiss not to talk about babies, right? Because most of the stuff we talked about or discussed um, in our feeding series is mostly related to toddlers, school-aged kids, that sort of thing. But I feel like babies is a huge one, especially if you're a brand new parent. And I'm not even going to pretend like I know really anything about <laughs> baby feeding stuff because by the time we work with kids in the clinic, they're toddler plus age. So I'm just going to ask you all the questions because you're the expert. Okay. okay. You're in the hot seat. All right. Little lady. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. First things first. I want to know. When and where, (laughs) when do you start feeding solid foods to babies?
0: Well, there's not like a set age, but I would say, you know, I mean, clearly breast milk is where they're getting the majority of that's where it's at. That's that's where they're getting majority of their (laughs) nutrition or formula, but you know, babies grow fast and they need all that fat and the proteins and all this stuff that's in there. So, you know, um, a lot of times they want you to start off with fortified cereals. They want you to start adding the vegetables first is usually what the doctors will say, you Mm -hmm. know, get, get the taste for the vegetables before you start adding like the, the sweeter fruits. And you know, some babies are going to be pickier than others as well, but you're feeding them. So and by the time you get around to eating, feeding them, they're, they're hungry. They want to try some stuff, Feed me. but also, so let's just say a typical baby would probably start eating some solid foods around six months. A lot of it has to do with, can they sit up? Um, can they sit in a high chair? You're right.
1: They have to have all yeah. these underlying skills. I mean, skills. you,
0: you can give them a little bit of cereal and, and start kind of getting them used to like putting things in their mouth before then. But the majority of like the real eating is going to happen when they're sitting up. And you're going to be spoon feeding them. And if you've ever spoon feed a baby, pretty much everything you put in comes right back out. So the very beginning, it's just a matter of them learning how to like get it to the back of their throats to swallow it. Yeah. And like the oral motor skills. Exactly.
1: Well, okay. This might, I might be jumping ahead, but um, I follow this really cool Instagram account called uh, Solid Starts, I think. Um, very cool I would dec- definitely recommend checking it out it's all baby baby feeding skills and tips and strategies and things um, but I see a lot of them doing it's like baby lead feeding or baby I forget what they call it but um, the, the baby is in control like of right, what they're eating now. I don't think that starts at six months, but these babies look pretty young.
0: So yeah, would you I mean, say, you like, can you can definitely start feeding a baby younger than that. I mean, there are a lot of kids that like you
1: don't have. To, basically, I'm asking like
0: you don't have to only do spoon no. fed. And matter right? of fact, because sometimes they don't want to be spoon fed, but it's hard to get a good amount a into good amount them. of food by them doing it themselves. So they maybe they're like fine. a little bit of both. Yeah, so they're fine motor skills. What I find works great is put a few fine oh, motor skills. Yeah. I love how you put, put that in.
1: Okay. A few
0: little peas on their tray while you spoon feed them something else. Yeah, because then they're distracted like by trying to pick up something. Yeah. And you're slipping the food. And they're in. still
1: getting they're still getting that right. experience of touching because exactly. I want them to I want like as an OT, I want them to still be able to touch and explore the food. They're exactly. not just it be and that, that is important, but mouth. they
0: need to learn how to pick things up. So it might be a Cheerio, or you know, a pea, or something that's easy for them to, you know, get their fingers on and get it into their mouth.
1: But also be able to get all the textures on their
0: hands, exactly. Too. Because you don't, you if you're, you you do not want to strictly be feeding them everything. They've, go, they're gonna transition events eventually to feeding themselves and using utensils and things like that. But I think sometimes we get into the habit of like. Baby food, baby food, baby food. And you have to kind of transition to things that have texture. Yeah, and... so they can get used to texture. Exactly. Early. And there are some of my favorite foods because you can take them anywhere. You can leave them smooth or make leave them lumpy or things like bananas. Avocado. They're, yeah, avocados. They're in a nice little package already.
1: Yeah. You can cut it
0: open anywhere. You can smash it right up in the skin and they can be lumpy or they can be smoother or, and so cause you want kids to get used to textures so that they don't have to have everything exactly pureed, oh, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so then slowly you move on. But I have a lot of parents that they don't really know, like when do I start moving on or what do I feed them? And
1: quote question. Um, I know I've done this in the past when I'm babysat or nannied or whatever it might be. Um, I do the spoon thing where you like scrape the sides of their mouth after like if they get it around their mouth and I'm learning now, like as an OT because, you know, same thing of like having it on your hands, like leaving it on their face. You don't have to scrape up every little part (laughs) so that they get used to the texture and like they, or the, the feel or the smell or whatever it is that you don't have to like wipe a baby clean after every single.
0: And sometimes you can even tell by, the food sensitivities. <laughs> yeah. Around their, their, their face mouth. will turn red. Yeah. If it's
1: irritating true. them or whatever. But like, you don't have to like constantly be wiping. Right. Like, let, let them be, be messy for the whole meal time. Like, I would say, like, sometimes take, take the shirt off. For
0: sure. Or, and I like, love let them totally get messy. A good pelican bib. And, and I don't know if anybody knows what oh. I'm talking about, but they're like this hard, not hard plastic, but they're kind of a, it's like, a, like a silicone. It's a silicone oh, okay. plastic bib that you know, fastens around your neck and it has a scoop up, um, so that the it food falls into head. it. Yeah. But the great thing about it, so many bibs are cloth, which means you have to wash it or it's going to be wet. Yeah. This, you just take off, you rinse it, you can dry it off and you know, you don't have to. Convenient. It. Yeah. It's convenient. I use them all the time. Are they I sponsoring you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're sponsoring me. You can find them anywhere. Target, Walmart, wherever. <clears throat>
1: no, that, that does sound really nice. It, it is really easy to clean too. It like is. Just, it's
0: really easy to clean and it, it will help clean. But yeah, you're right. Let them get dirty. Let them get some food on their face. And then, yeah, like don't, I, I don't know.
1: I think, I I think we're sometimes like too quick to jump in and right. wipe things off but, and take the sensory experience away yeah. from them.
0: But, you know, feeding a baby takes some
1: time. It does. So, and that, so you make a good point. Like it looks really cool it's Like when I'm looking at the Instagram, like, wow, they're, taking a full mango and just, you know, (laughs) like taking their time. And I'm like, okay, how realistic is that in the long run? Like, I'm sure that they're also supplementing, like here's your food and like what you you can explore. In the meantime, I'm coming in with this spoon and I'm going to get some actual like calories and nutrients.
0: Right, exactly. And, you know, I think you can't worry too much about, you know, the nutritional value. I mean, great. It's great if they get some nutritional value from the food, but the majority of the nutrition is coming from the milk for the first year anyway. So anything you get in them is bonus and just trying new things and letting them try new textures and letting them feed themselves and you feeding them and just trying what works. And then usually when they're about a year old, Mm -hmm. I will switch them over to what everybody else is eating. And the only difference is Oh, there's a few exceptions, but I would make sure, like if I'm giving them a grape, I'm quartering it.
1: Yeah. Or if
0: I'm giving them a sandwich, I'm dicing it up in little pieces. Um, yeah. So, you know, you just want to make sure that they're they can eat things without choking.
1: Well, sometimes it, I think that can even seem like oh this this kid is picky or they're they're not trying this certain food. When it could just be that the food is too big of a bite. It's too big. Like if you give a full grape to, sometimes it's like, how do I even maneuver this into my mouth? And then they just spit it right Right. out. So I
0: love the idea of like cutting things pretty small. Yeah. So it's way more accessible. One of the things I've done in the past, which I've liked for, if you're feeding like a, you know, like a young, you know, a one-year-old or something is taking things like, sweet potato or chicken or whatever it is that you're cooking Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: chopping it up and processing it however you want to cook it and then putting it in little ice cube trays Mm. and then freezing it that way so then if you want to have a meal you can take out a a little cube of sweet potatoes a little cube of chicken maybe you're going to mix them together maybe you're going to put a little cottage cheese in there and mix it up
1: like making your own baby making your own
0: baby food and and it's easy because it's oh, texture Yes, Yeah. and so, sometimes kids, you know, when they get a little older, they like things separate. But when they're babies, they're a little bit more willing to try things together. Um, yeah, mixing true. in, mixing in a little like uh, applesauce into it, or it's you a know. good time to
1: start mixing in, like exactly. changing textures. Because right. once they get to being a toddler, and they they become more visual. Right, they're like oh, But if you do it as a baby. Then it ho- the hope is that it carries on yeah. to toddlerhood,
0: and you know you just want them to kind of get used to, like you said, different textures and different you know trying different things. So a great way to do that when you're not when you're pressed for time is have those things in your freezer where you can yeah, just pop some them out, prepped stuff. yeah, warm them up, and then they have you know their little meal time and just spread it all out in the tray and let them try stuff. I love that idea. Yeah. Um,
1: okay. Was there anything we didn't? Talk about well, no, I
0: did say you know, avocados. We were talking about avocados,
1: avocados, bananas. What are some other like good ones to start with?
0: The one the reason why I like avocados is it's got so it's just packed full of nutrition, it's got the good fats, it's got you know, just and they're
1: just so yummy. They're so
0: yummy, and honestly, babies really seem to love avocados. I, I think a lot of people don't really think of them as being a baby food but they're
1: already like mushed.
0: Yeah. They're great. <laughs> it's great. So yeah, there's a lot of foods that, you know, that they even now have these um little netting's that you can put a piece of like fruit.
1: Oh yeah, the little like uh pa- what are they? They're like little pouches. Yeah, little
0: pouches things. and then they can chew on them, but they're not going to get giant chunks and, you know, choke or anything like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, you want the kids to get used to like chewing and you can kind of be able to tell when you're your child is chewing things or they're just, you know, it's just a it. good, yeah. But anyway, just get, you know, just start testing things. I think a lot of parents are a little bit afraid at first to give their kids foods. Cause I think they're worrying about the choking, but um, you know, they don't necessarily need to have teeth to eat some of these things. So it's anyway, true. yeah.
1: Okay. Love it. That was some really good advice for babies. Sometimes we'll we have to care do like about
0: a too. Question and, and answer sometime. We'll have to do like Oh
1: can great mic nice like. <laughs> hmm, maybe look out for that in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you guys for joining. That really is the end of our feeding series, but we might have some question and answer. Yeah, that'd be fun. Things coming up. Okay, thank you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.